coming to you from the pit in Royal Grande, California. Your hosts, John Hackleman and Dr. James Casper. It's time for Pitmaster and the Doc. Hey guys, Pitmaster here. I'm here with the Doc. John, good to see you. And first of all, I just got back today, this afternoon, from uh, Orlando, Orlando, Florida. I went to go meet Master Wong. If you have not seen Master Wong on YouTube, he's like a self-defense guru. He is unbelievable. He, he has millions of uh, followers. He has, Some of his videos have up to like 15 million views. He's just such a good guy. He's just such a good guy. But he has so much personality. So if I come across talking like this sometimes to in this in this podcast, it's just some of the the Mr. Wong rubbed off on me this weekend. So you flew to Florida to hang out with Master Wong. I actually flew there to do videos, and I thought we'd probably do like five or six videos. We did like twenty five videos. This guy is like a machine with doing videos. He went. He wanted to do a bunch of choking videos and how to escape chokes and how to put on chokes for the street. We did a couple of uh, gun uh, gun videos on on uh, you know unarming someone, and then we did some legal issues. We had a lawyer there, like if you do this, can you do this, and can you shoot a guy with his own gun? There was all kind of interesting stuff. So if you don't follow Master Wong, check him out. Just his. Just his presence and his uh, charisma and his uh, his personality. I mean, he's very entertaining. I mean, he has a few million followers for a reason. So that's where I was. I just got back from that. So uh, if I'm talking like Master Wong, and then my wife has been abusive, and that's been that's been troublesome. She just came in here and you got scared. I did get scared. <laughs> you started to shake a little. I just bit. want to tell you guys out there right now, I am a me tooer. Uh, because of my wife. So she's a very abusive person. Um, I call it elder abuse because she's a few years younger than I am. But anyway, let's talk about that another time. It makes me feel sad inside. Yeah, more something more positive. All right. Okay, how's about the last UFC? How's about Johnny Walker? We've seen him fight, what, three times in the last few months. I love Johnny Walker. But I think, okay, this is what I think. He needs to... Keep his level of, of, he needs to keep his level of his, his, just his creativity, creativity of his fights up here. But he needs to fucking tone down his after fight celebrations. Because his last fight, not this past one, the one before this, I would, I'll bet anything he hurt his knee while doing a backdrop. Because he does these crazy worm, they just all kind of like flips and shit. He did a backflip. He landed wrong on his knee. He did a backflip off the cage. And he walked he away. He climbed up the cage and did a backflip. I think that was the first fight we saw him in. He, sh- he needs to tone that down. He he hurt his knee his last fight in his after fight celebration. This fight, he fucking dislocated his shoulder. He like did this weird salute and just fell forward on the cage. I mean on the mat. But he like fell with his shoulder wrong. Because he was saluting, so he's putting this shoulder forward. He, had, he landed with it out Yeah, yeah when okay. he finally landed, okay. which is a position you can definitely dislocate oh, your shoulder. God. But it didn't look, 
You know, it's weird. Doing my job, I see people with dislocated shoulders, and usually, sometimes these kids come in my office and they have a video. They're like, you want to see the video of how I did it? And they're usually doing something stupid, and their friend's videoing it for YouTube. That's just, a, that's a lot <laughs> like knockouts. So a lot of knockouts, doesn't that punch didn't look like it would knock someone out. And sometimes a punch looks like it's going to knock someone's head off, but doesn't knock them out. So you can't always tell. I mean, you can't. Like, what, what causes a concussion or what causes a dislocation? But he dislocated his shoulder doing the, I mean, and it was, it was, it wasn't funny, but I mean, he's supposed to be you know, all happy and celebrating, but all, he's laying on the ground in pain. The doctors are checking him more than his, his knocked out opponent. <laughs> he, uh, you could tell something was wrong as soon as he oh. did it. So I watched that back in slow motion and yeah, it doesn't look like much, but he immediately goes to hold his shoulder and stops his celebrating. Oh. But I saw something from his camp or team the next day. They got an MRI, and um, he had an injury in his shoulder, which shows that it probably popped out and popped back in. But it's, there, his team said he'd be back in a month. He would be fine. So it didn't sound like he needed surgery, which is good for so him. So he's taking a month off? He's taking a whole month off to because recover. It, because he has to recover from his post-fight celebration, not from the fight. He doesn't ever have to recover from his fight. He knocks everyone out like that. He doesn't even get touched. He knocks out his opponents so quickly and efficiently and effectively and and and, and it's, it seems like effortlessly he is i think he is going to be a champion within a year he, he you know what is the best he knocks the guy out and then he's very nonchalant i think that was the word we used on this show nonchalant he's, he's very chalant or nonchalant yeah and he, he from finishing the guy like he walks over him just kind of you know like he just walks over and starts punching him some more just very matter of fact it's just weird the way he fights It'll be interesting to see what he does outside of one round, you know, because that's the side of the fighter we haven't seen. We've but seen him fight 30 seconds. I just, I, it's such a waste. It's like such a waste. He has it's so like, much energy. You can't not like him. He, he can't dances like into him. the cage. But you, it's such a waste to get injured in the post-fight fucking celebration in this world of the ufc though where you got to have fans yeah you get, or they trade you away <laughs> you got to have fans he's making fans so there's that side of it too he's making in fans a good way by celebrating, in a good way but he's not going to make any fans with a dislocated shoulder <laughs> what if that ended his career it'd be terrible oh my god but don't what if do he that did, anymore what if he just came in it was super boring before and after the fight still knocked the guy out He'd be, what, half the sensation? Let me tell you something. You can do a celebration and run around and make the funny faces. Don't fall on the ground in a weird position. Don't do backflips off the cage. You can celebrate without doing that. I, I like the guy. I love him. I hope, so I hope this doesn't kill his personality. Come on. I, yeah. It won't. It won't. Sorry, Johnny Walker. <laughs> anyway. It was pretty amazing. I do want to see Johnny Walker get into a matchup where... You know, he's so creative. What else is he going to do? I'd love to see him fight longer. I'd love to see him fight longer. And and, I don't know, you t but, and stepping up the competition, I mean, Misha? I mean, that, that guy was pretty high-level competition. He's, And then he fought uh, Khalil? I mean, yeah, so he's... I think he's going to be a champion within a year. That's Maybe. my prediction. Yeah, we'll see. If, that. if... He doesn't injure himself again in another post-fight celebration and take himself out for a year. So he got performance of the night for that. For the for the for the flying knee. For the I think it was for the flying knee. Oh my god. <laughs> that was I, impressive. Please, Johnny, 
please tone down your post-fight celebrations and keep your fighting just the way it is. You will be a champion. And I if think you we'll keep doing this after your post-fight celebrations, it will kill you. The fight, the post-fights will end your career. You know, he said, I think there was an interview, I think he talked about um, how he prepares so much for the fight, but he doesn't prepare for his celebration. <laughs> so maybe he needs to prepare a little more for his celebration when he wins. Uh, right. The next fight after that was also on the prelim was Zabit yeah. fought Jeremy Stevens. So he got a little harder opponent to fight, I think. Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't really crazy about that fight. It was, just, it was so good. I mean, they were both so good, but their styles, they were... I didn't think their styles made it look as, as exciting. I mean, because Jeremy Stevens is so exciting. Zabit is so exciting. But together, they kind of unexcited each other. I mean, they were both so scared. It was such a close fight. I definitely thought Zabit won, but barely. I mean, barely. It was. I thought it was a one-point fight. I thought he won the first, he won the third, he lost the second. Um, but Jeremy Stevens was in the whole fight, made it really close for him. But I, I just didn't, it wasn't really an action-packed fight for me because they were both kind of, they were both so good, Zabit couldn't do his crazy shit on Jeremy, and Jeremy couldn't do his brutal shit on Zabit, so they kind of toned each other down a little. But again, a creative fighter. I think Zabit's a creative Very. fighter. Makes him super interesting to watch. Yeah. You know, the prelim fight, this is one of the fights I wanted to see on the whole card. There's a, these couple prelim fights with Johnny yeah. Walker, who's an exciting fighter. He does interesting, creative things. And Zabit's Zabit. the same way. To beat, but I, yeah, I just think uh, I think uh, I think Jeremy took a little of that it out of him, but it was a good fight. Cody, Cody, please, please give me a call, please. I want to talk to you. I don't like this kill or be killed attitude. It doesn't make for longevity. It should be kill. Take away the or be killed. It just should be kill, and that's what you should do. Going in with your hands down, just proving your toughness, trying to knock someone out, when their hands are up and they're trying to knock you out, they're going to win most of the time. And you have way too much skill to just drop your hands and start swinging. That's, that's something that we're going to let uh, Diego Sanchez to do. Uh, or or um, who else would do that? Um, okay. Or Arturo Gatti. All right. You are not that kind of fighter. You have too much skill to just drop your hands and start swinging. You are knocking out everybody with your skill. I like when you come down, do a little bit of dancing and you know stuff like that. But just putting your hands down and swinging like Arturo Gatti, that's not gonna. That's don't. I don't like your kill or be killed attitude. You have you have too much skill for that. And he wasn't doing that the whole fight. No, he got. I think he he caught. Um... Pedro was something, and then kind of went in for the. He like got I don't know, or he got tagged. He got something tagged, changed. Yeah. Something it, changed in the fight, and then he just yeah. he just started brawling. He was doing great, swing. and then he just dropped his hand and started brawling, but Pedro didn't. So it was like, please don't do that. Give me a call. Give me a call. I I you know, I really like the I like uh, Cody's style. I don't really know Pedro. He's tough as shit though. I mean, I'm tell you that right now. I don't really know much about him. I don't think I don't. Remember seeing him fight, but Cody, kill or be killed is not your style. That's that's for Diego Diego Sanchez. He does well with that style. You have way too much skill for that. Okay. Then I didn't see. Uh, oh yeah, I saw the Tisha. That was uh, Tisha Torres and then um, Zhang. They said she's the first Chinese ranked fighter. 
Yeah, they said something woman. during the woman, probably. Female, yeah, during the broadcast. Um, yeah, it just Tisha's good, but I mean she's skilled, and it was a close competitive fight. But I think the other girl was just too big for her. I mean, it was just it looked like their skill level was similar, but she was just too small. I think Tisha. She got like, manhandled. She's five one. I think she's pretty small. She got manhandled. She got manhandled. She got yeah. Can you say that? Yeah, I I just said it. She got manhandled. <laughs> okay. So she got manhandled. Okay. So then we got Robbie Lawler against Ben Askren. What did you think of this? I I was excited to see this fight. You know, Ben Askren's been kind of hyped up by I don't know by the UFC, but by yeah, by everyone. Joe Rogan by everyone, and he was traded. But they traded Mighty Mouse for him, right? Yeah, yeah. It was a good. Uh, it was a good. 20 seconds. What was it? How long was it? It was not. It was three and a half minutes. Was it that long? It was. Didn't three minutes it. and 20 seconds. But it was over in round one, and it looked like Ben Askren was going to take a beating. He did take a beating. He took a beating. He got slammed, and then he got pummeled, and Herb Dean didn't stop it. I don't think he should have, but he did get pounded. And then Robbie, he ended up in, in a rear choke, and... um. And uh, Rory fought, uh, Robbie fought right out of it. And then it, it turned into a bulldog choke. Um, and I don't know, Robbie put his arm down and Herb Dean stopped it. Herb Dean asked him, are you okay? But he said his, his you know, the guy's arm was on his ears and his other ear was up against his chest. So he didn't hear him. So he wasn't out. I think it was stopped too quickly. Uh, a lot of people say it didn't matter. He would have gone out anyway. But that doesn't really make sense. He wasn't out then, so it shouldn't have been stopped. Maybe it didn't change the outcome of the fight. But Herb Dean, I think he made an honest mistake. Because Herb Dean, uh, Robbie didn't respond to him. But Robbie couldn't hear him. So I, you know, I, I don't know what he, Herb Dean could have done differently. And probably the fight would have ended in a couple seconds because I think Robbie was not going to get out of that choke. Uh, but I think he wasn't out when, when Herb Dean stopped it. But when for the people that say it doesn't, it, it, it would have ended early, it would have ended anyway, so it didn't really matter they stopped it then. But it really does because, I mean, if you're not drunk yet, but you're going to get drunk later that night and you're driving and you're not drunk at all, and the cop pulls you over and you get a DUI. And then he goes, well, you would have been drunk later anyway. I mean, it's just that you don't stop the fight unless he's already out. And just, you can't stop the fight and saying, well, I stopped it because you were going to be out. Unless you're taking a beating with your, we you know, with strikes. I, I think two things. I think they were against the fence and it was hard for Herb Dean to oh. see. I don't blame him. He couldn't Herb Dean. see. And I think the other thing was his arm was up on Ben Askren's head. And Ben Askren moved his head away, so his arm fell. It wasn't like it, I don't know, it didn't really seem like it went limp when you watched the replay. It just yeah. fell off his head. But I could see, you know, I don't think you can blame Herb Dean. I think I it's a, you can call it a bad stoppage because it was, but you can't call it Herb Dean's fault. No. But this fight was the beginning of a bad night at the office for Herb Dean. This is, these fights have to be terrible when you're a ref. Yeah. Because you get a controversial stoppage, not that he could help it, but you probably feel terrible. I, would, I mean, I would imagine you feel terrible stopping that fight. Yeah. 
Yeah, Herb Dean, that kind of mistake is not, that's an honest mistake. That's like, an honest mistake. You cannot blame Herb Dean for that because any other referee in there would have stopped it. I think. I don't think. I think with all the things, everything came into play. It just it spelled. I need to stop the fight. And then the fact that he wasn't out yet, you know, he didn't hear Herb Dean. It was up against the fence. His arm dropped. You only have like that's a bulldog choke, and it really could tweak your fucking neck and knock you out bad. So put you out bad. So you know, I think Herb Dean. I don't think he was out, but I don't think Herb Dean should be blame for that at all. This fight made me more of a fan of Robbie Lawler than, oh, than Ben shit. Askren. Made me more of a yeah. fan of Robbie Lawler because this that. picture right here is him telling Herb Dean you're an awesome ref. Yes. Afterwards. After Herb Dean stopped it, instead of complaining <laughs> like some guys do, some guys just get so bitch. They turn into bitches in there. I say go, I say argue it or take a, take a fight and then argue it or you know, like you could, you could take it and you could try to reverse it. You know, get your manager involved, but trying to bitch at the referee in the fight after it's over, it just looks so tacky. And you know what? So Robbie did the opposite. He as soon as he stopped it, he said, "Hey, I wasn't out," but then he just shrugged his shoulders and he went over and 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 he shook Herb Dean's hand and said, "Hey, you're a great ref, man. Honest mistake." Exactly. And didn't even complain when he got. Interviewed after the fight, he goes, hey, no hard feelings, man. That was an honest mistake. I still think he's still one of the best refs. Who says that? <laughs> Robbie it Lawler. Awesome. It was awesome. So Robbie I, Lawler. I love, that was one of my favorite it was, moments yeah. from this fight. Made me a bigger Robbie Lawler fan. You know what Ben Askren did after he won? He went up to Dana and said, is that the toughest guy you got? Which is just the... For me, it's kind of the opposite. You kind of just won a controversial yeah. decision. <laughs> I don't know. He's kind of douchey. I mean, it, I thought he so. comes across kind of douchey, but he's he kind of like he's kind of like Covington. I mean, yeah. those two guys. Oh, I prefer the Robbie Lawlers. Oh, Robbie Lawler is a class act, man. And then also, Robbie Lawler said, "Yeah, I'd fight him again." You know what Ben Askren said? Oh, I don't want to fight him again. Yeah. <laughs> so he doesn't like get pounded. He don't want to get dropped <laughs> on his head again. He does not. But he Robbie got beat Lawler. up. He looked bad. That fight did not last that long. He's pretty beat up in the post-fight interview. Yeah, His... but who else do you know that actually they stopped the fight and he was, he's prematurely stopped the fight and the guy just shrugged his shoulder and goes, hey, you're still my favorite ref or you're still one of the best refs in the world. Who would have done that? I, I, there's probably like three people who have done that. I think, I think Glover would have done that. I think Court McGee would have done that. I think Robbie Lawler would have done that. And I can't even think of anyone else right now. It just shows you that Anthony Smith would have done that. Those moments, you just see somebody's character. Yeah, that the the character of of Robbie Lawler is fucking. It's intact. His integrity is intact, and so's Herb Dean's. You know, Herb Dean is still. But that's. But it is. T- I I can't imagine that's not tough as no. a ref because then there's another situation later in the card for Herb oh, Dean yeah. that was just tough. Yeah. But, so. But that was, I don't know, I would love to see those two fight again or see what Ben Askren's got. I had people over at my house that don't really watch fighting, and they saw Robbie Lawler and Ben Askren next to each other, and like, oh, Ben Askren, he's going to get killed. He's yeah. going to get murdered just by the way these their physiques. Look, it's always deceiving, though, in Always MMA. deceiving. Just ask Roy, Roy uh, Nelson. Then we got Tyrone Woodley against uh, Usman. Um, Kamaru. It looked like... Man, I, this it, went this went five rounds. 
Very went, one-sided. Went to a decision. Very one-sided. It was a pretty big difference, I think, on the scorecards. Very one-sided. Um, I don't think Tyron won a single round. What do you think happened to Tyron in this fight? I think I think Tyron is either... I think this was a, a playback of uh, him with uh, Rory McDonald. Right? I mean, it's, it reminded me of the Rory McDonald fight. It just... He just... Uh, He's so good and so talented, but he's one of these guys that there's not many of the guys that make it to the UFC. That's, this is how good he is because he's either on or he's off, and you don't know which Tyrone's going to show up. Um, not many guys can – there's a lot of fighters like that, but usually fighters that are, are that by uh, whatever, skilled – any given night, they just go from one extreme to the other. It's like they bi- wouldn't have bi- made it. bipolar. It's almost as bipolar-ish, but it's, <laughs> yeah. it's just. But he's so good when he's good that it, it forgives when he's not, and he was not um, in this fight. It's not taking anything away from uh, Usman because Usman is great. He's really good, but so is Tyron, and and Woodley is uh, is uh, Woodley is so good. Even if he couldn't have beat Usman, if he was, if the real uh, Woodley showed up, it would have been much, much, much more competitive at least. And I think, I think Woodley would have had a very good chance of winning. But, um, but the fact that the the sh- the guy that showed up against uh, Rory McDonald, you know, was there. It was just a one-sided, not even close fight. It just you could just see it in his face. He just he didn't have the oomph. I don't know if he was overtrained. He wasn't undertrained, but he might have been overtrained. There might be something going on, or maybe he's just one of these guys that's an up and down guy. But he was definitely down. You just kept and, waiting for him to throw something, yeah, like or that's, something, it something. Got, so, just do something. Well, yeah. he was taken down like once in his entire fighting career, and he was taken down like twenty-eight times or something in this fight. Not quite, but he was taken down a lot. How often do you see a champion get, you know, a championship fight go this way against a champion for five rounds? I mean, that seemed like a lopsided fight. Yeah. It wasn't the champion putting, you know, putting on that performance. This is interesting. Yeah, but I mean, but then again, you know, Usman's really, really, really good. So, I mean, a lot of times you see a champion come out and get 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 beaten for. So is Usman gonna fight Colby Covington now? How is that going to go? I don't know. I, I just, I mean, I kind of like their, their, you know, oh, I, I got to talk so much to sell the fight, but I don't like the disrespect. Is that your toughest guy? That's that's douchey. That's like just a fucking douchey thing to say, you know, especially after it was stopped a little early and you got pounded like that. Uh, that was just, that was douchey. And Covington, uh, Kobe Covington is his name, right? Colby? The guy that's gonna fight Kamara. Yeah, next. He's, he, yeah, he's. I mean, they're both so skilled, but they both. He come was the across. guy that showed up with his belt, yeah. and his shirt that no, said he was a people's champ or something. Yeah, I, I just don't like that kind of disrespect. I like selling the fight. I like, you know, shit talking. I like, I like it when it's fun and it's competitive and it's goofy and and it's like my favorite. I think of all times in their in their smack talking was like Rampage. Because it was done with, with class and it was done with a sense of humor. You know, it just, it wasn't like 
being douchey. And then he respects his opponents during and after the fights. Do you think that's like Muhammad Ali? That's exactly like Muhammad Ali. Or, or it's, like, it's like Conor McGregor used to be. He used to be like that too. And then he turned kind of over the edge douchey. But, I mean, that kind of talk, showing someone disrespect like that after they just slammed you on your head and then got stopped early, to me that's douchey. I just don't like it. I, I hope, you know I, you know, I don't really know Usman, and I don't know Kobe very much, but just to hear things coming out of his mouth so disrespectful, I, I don't like him. So I don't like that, you know. So Well, then, I think those two are going to fight next. It'll be an interesting matchup. It will be. So, uh, and then we saw Mark Montoya's guy, Anthony Smith, what an opportunity for him. Tough opportunity. Yeah, I mean, it was all I can say to him is most guys, not all guys, but most guys lo- lose their first uh, championship fight. Most guys lose their first title Shot. Uh, attempt. Yeah. So, so I think you'll be back. You learned a shit ton. Um, you could tell in about... Halfway through the, maybe towards the end of the second, maybe beginning of the third, that it just it was Anthony wasn't it wasn't there he wasn't he didn't have it and he was and and he wasn't gonna win you could just tell, but he was too tough to quit, and this is what I mean this is the other moment like the uh, like the Robbie Lawler moment, he got kneed in the head, okay kneed. This is into like round four, I think. Fourth round. He was taking a beating. There's no way he's going to win. He knows it. Everybody knows it. Basically, he was on all fours for a bit. And then he went up on one hand. So it was was uh, an illegal knee. Um, But it's confusing why. I had to look it up. Yeah. Because there's the new unified rules of the MMA. But Vegas is And the new unified rules of MMA say... You have to have both hands. Both well, no. You have to have your both soles of your feet on the ground, plus one other body part, and it can't just be one hand. It has to be like your knee, or your forearm, or your elbow, or both hands with your palms down, not just touching your fingers or your fists down. So it's kind of a confusing, very intricate rule. Who came up with that rule? It's very, it's a very, but it's like, basically you have to, you can't just be putting your hands on the ground so that you can't get right. need is what they're trying to avoid. Right. So that's the new unified rule. So some places follow that and some places don't. Nevada follows the new unified rules of MMA except for that yeah. rule. Yeah. So it gets confusing. It's like, way too confusing. Where are we right now? In where are we watching the fights? Yeah. Can or I do this? Forget how we're watching the fight. How's the referee supposed well, to know? Well, he knew. The referee knew. Right, but how? That's, that takes a shit ton. <laughs> but how are the fighters supposed to know? So, basically, Anthony Smith had the, both soles of his feet on the ground and one hand. And in Nevada, you're a downed opponent. And anywhere else, you're not. Anywhere else, you're... Well, yeah, pretty much anywhere else, under, you're not. Under the new rules. Under the new rules. So, but John Jones need him right... I mean, that was a pretty good knee. It was. And then... I uh, don't think it was... Yeah, and I don't think it was cheating at all. So, then they... They stopped it, right? They stopped the fight. Yeah. And uh, he asked Anthony if he could continue eventually. And if Anthony said no, he probably wouldn't have won that fight. Well, he would have because it would have been a dis. They said it would have been a disqualification win. Been. Yeah, it would could have been no contest. Which but does that mean you win more money? Yeah. The way the UFC is. Yeah. So he could have won more money and won the fight, won the title. He could have won. And then there'd be a rematch. 
But he, and he would have made <laughs> more money. money. But how much money did he give up with that decision? It doesn't matter, but I, I would bet, I would bet you he gave up five hundred k. I, I don't know for sure. He would never. I mean, but most martial artists wouldn't do that, right? No, I don't think. I, I think most true martial artists wouldn't, but a lot of fighters would because a lot of fighters aren't true martial artists. So I bet you about. I bet you'll be. Uh, there's at least a fourth of the roster that would have taken it. Maybe, maybe an eighth, but most of the guys wouldn't. Most of the guys wouldn't. Um, but just you got to realize. So he could have made. Let's just throw this number out. Uh, he could have made like five hundred grand more, and he could have won the title if he just said, "Wow, I really want to still go on, but I got a headache." The referee would have stopped. You could the the doctor can't let it go on. Should it, you ask an injured need in the head opponent if they can continue? Yes, you, you should. should ask them. Yep. Yeah, you have to. As a doctor, he's concussed. What? He is a concussion. I know, but you you shouldn't you but you shouldn't um you shouldn't your 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 it shouldn't depend on his answer solely. Do you, do but you, you think, should be. Some, don't you ask your opponents, your uh, patients, do you have pain somewhere? You know what I mean. No, but I'm just wondering in a fighting situation where the referee's there to protect them, would he have would her being have been in his right, and would you have had a problem with? Him saying that was illegal, you're disqualified, it's over. You need this guy in the head, severely. It wasn't a goal, it barely touched yeah. him. Would you have been okay if Herb Dean stopped the fight? No, I think, I, think it was, I, don't, I don't think it was enough of a foul to stop it just like that and disqualify him. So do you think the two-point, so they did a two-point two deduction. Point. Yeah. The media two-point deduction, which made no difference in the no. fight. <laughs> I mean, I guess if the fight was close, though, and yeah. Anthony Smith had had a chance, it would have made a difference. Yeah. But he didn't. So, I think Herb Dean did the right thing. Um, I think the doctor and Herb Dean doc, doctor came in, right? I don't remember. They but did. Her, they but they replayed it too. They Herb Dean had them watch the right. replay. He didn't watch it to see if it was an illegal blow or not to make sure before yeah. he took the two points away. Which I also found interesting because when you watch the fights, they always say replay can be used in a fight ending sequence, but the fight cannot be restarted. That's part of the new rules, but again in Nevada, apparently you can watch, you can use replay during the fight and have the fight still go on. So it's just weird because it's confusing yeah. to me. It's but different. Herb Dean's all all over, and he just he that was a good call and uh, just what a bad night to be a. Ref. I mean, that was a stressful night. the The worst one ever was the uh, Sil Tim Sylvia against uh, that little muscular guy that's still fighting. He just lost in Bellator. Um, the, the jiu-jitsu guy from Vegas, um, Frank Mir. Anyway, he broke Tim Sylvia's arm during, doing an armbar, I think. I think it was an armbar. And Herb Dean stopped it. There was no tapping or anything. And Tim Sylvia started arguing with him. The crowd is booing. Tim, Herb Dean is sweating, like thinking, oh, fuck. But... They watched the replay and it snapped and it was broken. Oh, that was Herb Dean too. That was Herb Dean. Herb Dean, man. <laughs> he's been through it. And he's I think he's I still think he's probably one of the top two referees in the world. So great great uh, John Jones did a great job. I mean, it was a great fight. He did everything perfectly. What a fuck. He just he just he just like wears him down methodically. He's like <laughs> it's almost like pesty. Like uh Anthony Smith's trying to come in. And John Jones throws a 
side kick to the body, an oblique kick to the knee, I think leg kick. kick should be illegal. I he, think but he keeps kick. throwing these kicks. If you watch the replay, where Anthony Smith just couldn't get in, he yeah. just couldn't come forward to attack him because he kept getting kicked in the knee and kicked in the leg. And then John John Jones showed a lot of class after, and he said, you know, hey, I wasn't even hurting him at all. So, you know, I, I you know, I, I I'm. You know, this guy's tough as shit. I couldn't even hurt him with my punches, so I had to outpoint him. I couldn't knock him out. He was too tough. So, John Joe showed a lot of class, um, and so did Anthony, Anthony Smith. Showed Except a lot for the of knee to the head part, but yeah. Yeah, but but I don't think it was illegal. It shouldn't have been illegal. Well, it's it was a, illegal. But it shouldn't be. It's a fucking bullshit move. And one hand on the canvas, that's why they stopped it now. They're, it's not illegal anymore anywhere else. So why the fuck's it illegal in, in uh, prostitution and freaking gambling or or legal in in, uh, in 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 that state? Why is putting your hand on the ground illegal? That should be a legal knee. Anyone putting one hand on the ground is, I think, op- open game. I think John Jones did a, the right thing in kneeing him, and I think uh, I think I think Anthony Smith showed the heart of a lion, which is his his fighting name. Right, he, he really did. He did. I He's yeah. Tough dude. Holy shit! He could have so easily. He could have made, like I said, five hundred grand more and won the title. With all he had to say was, "I do want to go on, but I have a headache." They would have stopped it, and he would have won. He probably did have a headache. Yeah, but he's too <laughs> tough to tell anyone that. Yeah. So, so I was impressed by him. I mean, he was just. He was yeah. just a. John Jones is just that good on he's, steroids. He's pretty good. Yeah, so I think I he's on steroids. I think he's on steroids, and I think I think he's he's good partially because of the steroids. He's a controversial character, but I think he's that good. And if they're gonna let him fight with steroids and, and be that good, then that's their call. So I mean, and if anybody wants to fight him, knowing that he's on steroids, they're taking the risk. So who, who fights him now? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah Anthony Smith would have got an automatic. We'd have got a rematch too. They said if he if he goes up to heavyweight, um, Anthony Johnson, Rumble Johnson wants to fight. I heard that too. Or he'll fight DC at heavyweight. Yeah. Or Brock Lesnar or something. Oh my god. Some kind of big fight. Anyway, so it was a good night. Good night of fights. But anyway, that's it. What do we got next? What's the next fights? I think there's more fights coming up this week. What? There's been a lot of fights back to back. Man. Yep. Derek Lewis and Dos Santos what? coming from Wichita. Wichita. All right. Well, we'll be watching that, guys. That's going to be an interesting fight. Then And then there's some not that. Wow. That's it? That's the card? That's the, that's the main card? Yeah. You serious? Yeah. Wow. At least it's not a pay-per-view. Man, sometimes they just put people in there. It's like... But the pay-per-view, they put a couple of non-pay-per-view people in there. It's kind of fucking irritating. Till against Masvidal. That that would be a good fight. Oh, Pettis against Thompson? Holy shit. Yeah, these are all the upcoming. Wait, that's the, that, is that that card? No, no, no. These are the every week oh, fights. Okay. These are the main events. Oh, okay. So Till Masvidal is the next Oh, fight. I can't wait to March see that 16. one. Pettis against Thompson. Those are every week. It's every week. Barbosa against... Gaethje. Gaethje. And then Holloway's coming up to... Poirier. Oh, he's fighting at 55? Yeah, yeah. Wow. And then Volkov versus over. All right, well, that's what we got coming up, guys. Man, tell everybody about our channel. We have the best channel out there, guys. So where can we see your Master Wong videos? My Master Wong videos, 
I have like 20 videos coming up with Master Wong. Um, I'll link his, uh, his, his, I'll, I'll put his link below so you can check out his videos. He has like a few million. He doesn't like need me to peep, you know, bring people to his thing. He has, he has millions of views, but check him out. You like him. And, uh, and he's going to, you know, send a lot of people to me. I bet you I'll get, I don't even know how many, cause I don't know how this YouTube thing works that much, but I bet you I'll double my, my, my uh, subscribers. He's got a lot of videos of you now. He's gonna be posting yeah. those on his site, and then he's gonna link me below. And he's also gonna link to my to my course. Don't forget, guys, if you want to learn how to really fight really good, and punch really hard, and defend any takedown, below we have a we have a link to my courses. So I have courses where I'll teach you that stuff. It's a no brainer, guys. The best courses in the world. Got it? Um, I believe you. Bing. All right. Thanks for coming, guys. All right. Until next time. See you, John. Good?